And now, an inner wild interview. Hey everyone, it's Autumn Wolf. And this is Fel. And we're here at uh, Soda's Bay. Um, we are interviewing none other than Blue Wolf. Thank you, Blue Wolf, for being here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Yeah, Blue Wolf is uh, one of our patrons on Patreon, and uh, he reached out and contacted us, and we've been talking back and forth, just hanging around and talking, and come to find out, he is very local to us, and um, out of curiosity, how did you find the podcast exactly? Um, I honestly don't really remember. Um, <laughs> I, I stumbled across it at one point, uh, might have been through... Uh, a link from Therian Nation's um, uh, YouTube-related stuff, I think, and uh, saw the podcast, saw it was like, okay, that looks interesting, and started listening and thought, hey, this is uh, this has got some potential here, so let's give it a shot, and been listening since. Awesome. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah, it's good to know that uh, those Therian Nation people are pretty cool. I yeah. like them. They do a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's good to know where we're getting viewers from, so I figure we'll start with work, just because we've heard nothing about that from people anyone. People love so, talking so. about work. <laughs> Well, it's kind of important. <laughs> but um, what do you do for work, Lulu? I am trained as a software engineer, and uh, the over the years, um, been about 18 years of my career now, and uh, the company I was working for saw me as one of the more mm, sociable engineers, so they said, hey, you could be a manager, and I eventually moved up into the management ranks, uh, and uh, currently I'm uh, director of software engineering. Awesome. Uh, okay. Over how many people? How many people are under you? Um, that's varied a lot over time. Uh, I've had as many as 50, um, and currently uh, about 20. Awesome. So pretty wow. successful there. A lot of people don't really have, like, managerial powers or, like, a hierarchy above more than a couple of people. Yes. It is, it is a, a very different world, to say the least. <laughs> um, do you feel that any of that is influenced by your... I do actually. Um, one of the things that it brought to me was, you know, the the teamwork aspect of it, and uh, building that trust. It, you know, the the bottom line is in business today. There's always someone who has a knife ready to stab you in the back. It's not because they're bad people or anything like that. It's because people are ambitious, and I'm fine with that. But balancing ambition with, you know, trust. And uh, teamwork is something that, you know, I have really strived to do over my career. And as a result, um, have a, a large following of people, uh, of employees, etc., that, you know, really come to me, respect my opinion, you know, try to take what I uh, say seriously. And when I do say something, you know, even if it's a difficult thing, they're very willing to accept it. They aren't, you know, flying off the handle angry if it's a, a piece of bad news or if it's a piece of good news. They take it, you know, much more, in some ways, better for me than I've seen them take it from others. So. All right. So you, you approach things a little bit differently than other people. Very much so, yes. Um, it sounds like you build a lot of your work relationships more off um, 
mutual respect and loyalty and basically treating other people decently unlike some people absolutely i i feel that credit is due where credit is due uh 100 of the time i've I've had it happen to me and I've seen it happen many times where the supervisor will take all the credit of the team and run with it and they will you know, move up the chain relatively quickly. Um, ultimately those people do hit that ceiling and they will stumble and fall ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I've seen it happen many times. Whereas I've moved on a very steady progression, you know, every two to three years they've moved me up the rank and you know, gotten to this point and I'm two plus years into the current position now. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've went through a number of uh, senior executives uh, working directly with them, and uh, no matter what the turnover at the senior executive level has been, uh, I've been able to maintain those relationships at a very high level, uh, which is something that you don't normally see. It's, it, just from my observation, you know, it becomes very cliquish at that level um, of who's going to benefit, you know, me the most, whereas I try to make sure that, you know, we rise and fall as one. That really is part of my foundational management philosophy. If the team is doing well as a whole, then we're all going to do well and we're all going to reap those rewards. Um, I, it, it's just, that is core to how I approach things and it has made a big difference for, for me and my teams. You feel that that is at least in part theory, theory anthropy based. Uh, Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it, it is very difficult for me to look at some of the other, you know, people who've, you know, jumped jump positions or jumped around positions or moved up, you know, through questionable promotions, shall we say? Um, and uh, they they are very cutthroat. It is it is foundationally, you know, what's in it for me? How am I going to move myself to the next level as fast as I possibly can? And you know, again, it's not a bad thing, um, but it, at the same time, it's I, I can't even put myself into that position. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's my neurosis, maybe it's, you know, just my, you know, foundational philosophies um, of, you know, through life. But to me, it does root back into that, that therianthropy, you know, the pack mentality. We are, we are one. Yes, we are made up of individuals, but we are one. Now, you said that people, they, they approach you and treat you a little bit different than other people treat their managers. Um, and you do feel that that's a, at least in part because of the way you treat them. I, I do. Because of your mental stance on things like yes. that. Um, overall, do you feel that it's, well, how about this? Are there any hardships that come with being in a workplace like that, a very technical workplace, <laughs> and not exactly identifying as the same as everyone else? Um, yes, uh, maybe even more so, because there, there definitely is that, that air of secrecy behind me that everyone knows that my private life is my private life and my business you know life is my business life and the few people who've bridged that you know they're they're somewhat surprised at how different the two worlds are in the way I just I take attitude because it in the office I can be very stoic I can be very you know to the you know very business oriented really is what it boils down to mm-hmm. but outside it's much more you know lighthearted um, or at least I try to be and you know I, I get very focused on my family and my daughter especially it you know and you, People don't see that aspect of it. They just see, you know, this this business mentality mm. of, okay, here's where we are, here's where we need to be, how are we going to get there, let's lay out the processes and, and the, the steps to get there and, and communicate that through. So, um, for me, I would love to share more of that, but at the same time, to share more of that exposes, to a certain degree, um, risk that I am I am terrified to take because I've been burned by it before, where I 
when I was in my younger career, I was much more open about it. Um, you know, more within the furry community, so to speak, even though that it never felt right. Um, and eventually I found Therianthropy and I was like, ah, this is, yes, this is the right thing for me. Um, it, it, it bit me in the butt a number of times. Um, a lot of snide comments, uh, you know, questions about, you know, how serious are you really when it comes to this job? Um, that, that really aggravated me because, you know, it just, it, it did. I was a young engineer and coming up through the ranks and, yeah. you know, I knew what I was doing except I was being held back because of this cloud around me. So ultimately I had to kind of start to box that out um, yeah, more so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I can I see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, it's hard just because even though it really doesn't affect in a negative way a workplace or anything like that, um, at, at most maybe it's like today's a really nice day and I want to go outside. I want to go play in the woods. <laughs> but you still focus. And, you know, because of other people's stigma that's attached to anything related to that, I can see where that would interfere with stuff. Not because you're doing anything wrong, but because they don't understand and they don't really accept it. Yes. Um, and that's something I can see is definitely a problem. There's a lot of people out there that just don't accept things that are different, which mm. sucks. Yeah. Um, so overall, when it comes to your work position and, you know, identifying the way you do, um, do you feel that it is a positive or a negative to be different than everyone else like that? For me, I, I find it to be a positive thing overall. Um, it, it really allows me to drive my own philosophy through through everything that I do and, you know, walk the talk. I feel it's extremely important. And even when the decisions are difficult, even when, you know, the, the situation is extremely uncomfortable, you know, maybe it's termination, uh, maybe it's having those hard conversations that you're going to have as a manager of, you know, performance or you know, a project has failed. Not necessarily because of the engineer, but because of, you know, a team or because of uh, a market strategy. And you have to go in and tell somebody, guess what, we're scrapping this. I know you just put a year of your life into this. We're scrapping it. Sorry. Um, it, it going in and being able to be more open and more honest and, you know, empathize with these guys, not from a very cold standpoint or with a smirk on your face. Um, they see that, they recognize that, they appreciate that, and we commiserate in it, but at the same time, you know, for me to rally the troop after that, I find it to be really useful because when I say, you know, okay, let's, yeah, this sucks, we just failed this, so, okay, here's the next challenge, and here's where we're going to go, and here's how we're going to succeed with this one. They listen to me, they do rally behind it very quickly, and it, they bounce back very quickly. So, when it comes down to your family, um, do your family know? Yes and no. Um, my wife is definitely aware that there's this wolfy thing going on. We've never gotten into what therianthropy is, but she understands it and she knows it's part of me and she knows that there's this, this deep connection to, you know, that, that animal and nature in general. Um, in fact, she'll be one of the first people, you know, if I'm having a particularly bad day to be like, you need to go down to the woods and walk for a few hours. Just go away. Just go away. Go play in the dirt. Yeah, basically. Um... <laughs> So it's, it's, it's known, but it's, it's not explicitly known. And, you know, for me, uh, I, I get very into the details and the nuances and everything. And she, 
she doesn't want to know all those details at times. So I, it's more of a, a respect thing where I would love to have an open conversation about it. We, uh, you know, we have that relationship and we, you know, there's just a trust there. And it's something that, you know, if she ever wants to know, she knows that I'm very willing to openly talk about it. But at the same time, it's part of me. She doesn't, it doesn't bother her. She knows exactly what to expect out of me. Um, you know, yes, it irritates her at times. Yes, when I get a little growly, it definitely irritates her at times. <laughs> um, usually I'll just kind of be told to go away. And, uh, you know, we go to our separate corners for a little bit and come back and we talk it out. And, you know, whatever was bothering us is, is done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been good with that. And my daughter, she's only six, um, but she is a little bit too astute at times, shall we say. Oh. <laughs> she she realizes things and, and has absolutely no problem uh, expressing stuff to complete strangers at times, which can make me be kind of like, oh. oh boy, I don't really want to get into this conversation right now. Um, most people, when it comes from the mouth of a child, it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, yeah. they, they dismiss it. So um, probably the worst places to that it happens is if we go to like a sanctuary and, you know, going through it, she'll be chatting up the tour guide and telling her, or him, you know, how much, you know, I like these animals or these animals and, you know, the artwork around the house and oh. stuff like that. It's like, you know, yes, it's, yes, that just... Does that start eyeballing you a little bit funny? A little bit funny. She's like a fanatic or something? Like she makes it seem like you're too much into it or something? Well, at times, yes. But if you walked into the house even, it's it's not in your face. It's, they're subtle, okay. subtly around the house and it's, mm-hmm. it's just part of the decor. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Yeah, has she, has she ever said anything that your spouse has commented on or missed out on and goes, hey, wait a minute, yeah, that is a little bit strange? No, no, not to this point. Um, my spouse is just kind of like, she she knows what to expect. And other other family <laughs> members in the extended family, you know, it's kind of like this whole little quirky thing. Yeah, we're just... Don't ask. Don't ask. It, don't ask. And we're not going to, we don't want to know what's going on there. Cause <laughs> I think a lot of them go back to the, you know, okay, what if it's a, a furry thing and like, Oh, there's a lot of bad press out there about it. But, but, but I don't act that way in any way, shape or form around them. So that holding those two concepts in the head at the same time, they just can't do it. So it's like, yeah, it's not even worth trying to get into. <laughs> well, that's the most exposure that people have with anything even remotely similar is furries because there's so many bad TV tropes and like, TV shows and movies. Yes. And presented so widely, sadly, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Now, in in some family settings, like where all three of you are together, um, think like um, PTA meetings, school sports, think going out to like swim classes. Mm -hmm. um, Do you notice that you act differently around your family than other people in a similar role? Um, I'm a little bit more protective. Um, I, I, am protective at a distance is the best way to put it. I'm always on alert, uh, always, always scanning. So we'll, you know, especially in today's day and age with smartphones, people are just kind of constantly heads in the smartphone and uh, paying absolutely no attention to what's going on around them. Whereas I am, I may have it out, but it's like, I'm glancing at it, but I'm watching, you know, paying very close attention to what's going on and, uh, ready to spring into action at any moment, really. Um, rarely do I feel the actual need to, because I also, you know, approach parenting to say you know i want my child to make mistakes i want them to learn and uh it, you know grow stronger as a direct result of that because that's how i learned and uh you know it was a, it was a good experience and i think that there's way too much helicoptering going on nowadays but at the same time you know if something truly is is dangerous then you know i'm, I'm ready to spring into action and you know 
while my body is not as lean and uh, quick as it used to be, I can still <laughs> move at a pretty darn good clip if I need to. <laughs> you got those dad reflexes. <laughs> it's know. a thing. Like I don't know. It's a thing. YouTube it sometime. Dad reflexes. Dad and like, <laughs> yeah, like this guy. Dad's like half asleep, and a baby falls off the couch, and like he doesn't even open his eyes, and just his arm shoots out, and just <laughs> just snags onto him. Oh. Do other do other parents or people in those settings seem to notice that at all? Um, I think uh, other families that we're, we're closer to definitely pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but generally speaking, uh, again, people are so engrossed in my my observation uh, in what their world is and their very small sliver of the world that they don't even pick their heads up in most cases. Mm-hmm. Every now and then there'll be someone who's kind of you kind of look up and you see that they're observing you and and you know it's kind of a knowing grin on their face. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, something's going on there. But uh, that that's usually what I see more. It's uh, the the disconnection of societal connections. I think has really been troubling in some ways to me on a you know many levels but it's Mm -hmm. technology is wonderful but we go a little too far with it and i'm hoping at some point in the near future it swings back it's a tool not a crutch exactly yeah Mm -hmm. i totally agree um you do uh what are what are some of your hobbies and what are some things that like you do for fun outside of outside of your family and work you know are there, i'm sure you've got a group of friends that you hang out with once in a while and just be like i'm gonna go play with these guys for yeah, a bit. once in a while um honestly poker games uh i enjoy a good card game um i don't really like playing for any high stakes by any stretch so <laughs> 20 bucks in the pot and that's that's what we're talking and that's going to be the extent of it um I, i've always enjoyed that but i i, I truly enjoy hiking uh, quite a lot i like getting out into you know unknown areas in in the woods uh less past less traveled i think it's much more interesting mm-hmm. um and i'm fairly well traveled i've traveled you know cro- coast to coast at one point with my sister um and i've been you know up through the upper midwest into uh, up to seattle a couple times uh into texas a bunch in the midwest um and up and down the east coast as well so it's i i enjoy that and i like getting out into those different experiences um, yeah. And just seeing the world from a different different perspective, I, I, I would, you know, my wife and I disagree a little bit on that because she would like to have some very clear plans for certain days, and I'm like, let's just go and let's go into town and see what happens. And she's like, but that's not a plan. What do we do? <laughs> yeah, I like I like hiking. I I love golf actually too. I just don't play anywhere near as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it gets me outside. It gets me in nature. Uh, and I'm I'm the one that they really hate dealing with because I'll show up at a weird time. I'm a single because coordinating with three other people is always a pain in the butt. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I want to walk. I'm like, you want to walk? You realize you're going to be walking like six, seven miles. Yes, I'm fully aware of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sit riding. Do you feel like you're more independent than a lot of other people? A little less like... Um wantonly social than a lot of other people and is that affected at all by your identity i have no problem you know going in and just vanishing you know uh, for for whatever time um which can irritate people to to no end it's like well why aren't you here where, where did you go it's, does it really matter i was out doing something i enjoyed um but definitely with the is for me with the the connection to nature because i if I'm if I'm out walking in the woods or you know walking on the beach or anything like that, I'm there to immerse myself in that situation. And there's always the static of talk, and someone always wants to be filling that gap. 
that mm -hmm. that irritates me more even if i'm out on a trail and people come walking through it's like wow okay there's birds over here there was a deer over here squirrels are running all over the place this is great and then you hear the voice booming coming through you know about a hundred yards away yeah. and it's like okay everything scatters and shuts down it's like well that just ruined the entire moment here mm -hmm. i feel that way a lot you said you disappear quite frequently you go and do your solitude things is that just to like recenter yourself and get back in the right mindset so you can keep doing the other things very much so um, ideally, I would like to, you know, find a way to be more, more balanced and, and work. Uh, but at, at the current time, uh, get current situation, that's just not viable for me at this point. You know, I have to be very interactive. I have to be constantly in meetings um, and communicating and writing things up and, and going back and forth with drafts and stuff. Um, it's, it's a nonstop thing. Um, so for me to, to retreat into nature to find that quiet spot, to go hide in the rocks uh, or hide in the pine trees or whatever it may be um, and just absorb it in, it, it, it definitely helps me rebalance. Uh, I'm an introspective person to begin with um, and that's uh, just, just part of who I am or get together with you know a handful of uh, close friends and you know sit down with a bottle of scotch and we don't say anything for hours. We're just enjoying the company at that point. Um, but that's a, a mutual thing that, you know, we have, only a few of us have, and it's, it's good. Um, so those things are, are very beneficial. Um, I'm also known to go pretty much off the grid. Uh, I've got a very close friend out in Oklahoma who lives way outside of normal coverage. Uh, cell phone coverage is spotty. Uh, you can't actually get a signal on his property. You have to go couple hundred yards to to get a low bar signal mm -hmm. probably uh, on top of a small hill rise kind of thing yeah and uh it it's it, it's relaxing and it's so peaceful being out there because there's just no one around and uh you know it, it it's not much of a, a place to to stay and i remember the first time i went there i thought what the hell did i just get myself into it's a <laughs> questionable look to say the least um but uh, I've, I've gone back many, many times, and uh, I go there, and it just I can immediately fall into a very relaxed mental state. And uh, this, this is an Artharian, a very good friend of mine. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll just cover whatever at whatever rate that we want to. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, for a week there, I'll come back completely recharged. You know, it's it's really really something else and, and different different outlook at life at that point too because you're not so mired in the the, the details and the day to day hyper prioritized you know most urgent new issue that's going on. It's what are we going to have for breakfast? What are we going to have for lunch? What are we going to have for dinner? Okay, mm -hmm. we're going to go clear some of the land. We're going to you know go wander around the the, the trees a bit. You know whatever it may be it doesn't matter how about this between work and personal life um work and family do you feel that your wolfist aspects if you were to put them on a percentage scale display more in one than the other honestly i, I would say they don't they display differently though mm -hmm. um for work it's it's that you know i've been asked to be a leader i never wanted the position that i'm in um, I was asked to take it, and that's, you know, one thing that does actually drive other people crazy too, because they want the position, they they want that position, they want the power, 
and here I am like, you know, well, would you take this position? Well, I'm really not thrilled at the idea of taking it, but if you need me to, um, you know, I'll, I'll do it. And for me, that becomes a, you know, and I, I, I attribute it to like uh, a pack, you know, leader type of situation of, I don't think that I'm the best leader by any stretch, but I'm better than the other ones that are available. And uh, even one of my former bosses said, you know, you can take this position or not. But if you don't, you might not like the consequences. <laughs> he threatened you into it. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and I knew exactly who he was, his second choice. And I was like, yeah, no, no, that would be very bad. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll take it because, you know, again, I want to protect the whole and uh, not see things get out of control. So that, that leadership, you know, you know, approach and uh, even with the fact that, you know, mentally I'm, I'm questioning my every decision that I make constantly. Um, it doesn't show. I don't allow it to show. I seem very confident and certain of myself. And people react strongly to that in a very positive way. And it's like, okay, he's made the decision. We're going to do this now. Let's go. Um, whereas home, that, that playful side, that, that caring side, that nurturing side just pours out. I, I love my daughter so very much. It's just, it's an amazing experience to, to be a parent, to have gone through all of it, um, you know, for you know, coming up on seven years now, really, um, you know, and she was, uh, on top of that, she was also premature, so we spent time in the NICU, uh, I was there every day, multiple times a day, and, uh, even the doctors were like, you know, what, parents usually just come maybe once or twelve months a day, maybe a couple times extra a week, but you're here constantly, it's like, yeah, and well, aren't you working? Yeah, I'm just, this is my lunch hour, this is, <laughs> this is the evening, and, you know, all that, and it was, um, you know, it was a very, a very powerful experience to go through all that, uh, and just to see her her evolution and uh, her getting far too smart in some ways. It's <laughs> pushing my buttons certainly. <laughs> she she looks at the world very differently, and I I look at that innocence, and it's like you know, part of me is like, no, no, you will do it my way. But then again, no, I want you to do it in a totally different way because that's what you bring to the table. You're thinking about something completely different. So let's just do it. Yeah, this is going to make me feel like an idiot in front of all these people, but let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. It, I'm sure a lot of the times, like, things pan out that you didn't think would because of that, right? Absolutely. It's always always entertaining. She she pushes me in ways that are, are just really beneficial. You know, we found some similarities, found some differences, mm-hmm. and... You know that's good. That's good. It's it. Uh, the differences are what makes us, you know, unique and stronger. And we need to, to me, we need to embrace those more so than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't agree with, you know, many things. But I always try to, really get to the root of, you know, why are they, you know, be it empathizing or putting myself in that position to really consider that other perspective of it. And I, I don't think that happens anywhere near enough. You know. You could look at, you know, just the political climate period of the world. It's not the states or or our specific, you know, state or anything like that. Just the world. Everyone is at each other's throats, even though we have a lot more similarities than we do differences. Mm -hmm. Um, Even within therianthropy itself, you know, it's in in some of it too. Then you get the the younger younger crowd. And I I want to encourage, and that's one of the things I'm actually very happy that you guys are doing, because I know something like this back when I really started to understand what I was would have been helpful to me 
to understand that there isn't, you know, this island of, of self out there floating and having these questions and these, you know, feelings and these concerns and, you know, churning through all that stuff. Um, but, you know, there is something out there. There are a lot of people out there that are willing to be open and communicate um, and answer questions. I, I see that as a very positive thing. So it's something I, I really do want to encourage you guys to continue to do. I'm thrilled that you are, honestly. Um, you know, I'm I'm a little bit older, a little bit grouchier now, but um, I, I still enjoy getting those those different perspectives. And really, you know, even when I find something, I'm just like, mm, don't know how I feel about that. You know, it 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 causes me to really dig down and understand why I feel that way. And, and you know, again, the introspection coming out from that. Um, but. I would encourage, you know, younger listeners and, and just people starting to understand therianthropy. This isn't a game. Um, you know, if, if this is what you feel, reach out to, to people like Val and Autumn, and they're, they're happy to, to talk with you um, and help you through some of this, you know, the folks at Therian Nation, amongst others. Um, there are those those resources out there, those, those people, those kind voices in the dark. Um, that aren't going to just, you know, attack you. They're going to question you. They're going to push your, push you to really consider why you feel that way, and that's a good thing. Um, because a lot of people, it's like, ooh, wow, I'm a Therian, I'm a wolf, I'm a this, I'm a that. I'm a... And then a year from then, it's like, oh, yeah, it was just a thing I was going through, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it's not that. It's, it's deeper. You know, and that's something that we want to encourage, you know. Always, if someone asks you a question, think about it. Don't just immediate go back and get self-defensive and get offended at it just think about the question honestly and consider for yourself because you may feel a certain way and do more research and find out oh maybe they weren't right and and to the to the older crowd who who does that and again i want to encourage you to continue think about how you phrase the question um uh, is is a people manager um that's one of the biggest things that we have that we can do is the way we approach the wording of something can have a completely different meaning, even though it's the same root question. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you were joking about the, the question list you had here, and we're not going to go through a bulleted list. I've, I've done interviewing. I've probably interviewed over a thousand people in my career uh, on the, the side of the table you want to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it, being able to take base questions, root questions, and frame it within the context of what the individual is talking about. That's key to the art of being that, and even from an interview perspective, too. Um, and that can help you drive through these things a little bit easier, so it's not like you're coming after with this very cold question. It's like, okay, you're saying this, so let's let's put a little bit of question on that, and then we'll put a little question beyond that, and a little question beyond that. You're getting the same route, but you're not doing it in, in you know, the you know I'm coming after you with a hammer. It's mm-hmm. I'm going after you with a scalpel, and you don't even know it. <laughs> okay. Really good analogy. I can see that. Yeah, it's just I like to make it personable. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's pretty much all the questions I had, and then some. <laughs> really great discussion. Yeah. Yeah, we are Inner Wild, a podcast for Therians and other kin, and really just trying to bring a community together and be a resource for people to you know not necessarily rally around but to refer to and um you know today we had an interview with blue wolf 
Um, do you have any social media you want to put out there? Um, really don't have a major social media presence, so <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I am on Discord, uh, probably easiest, and then uh, bjbluewolf at gmail.com is the most consistent way to get a hold of me. Um, I am Fell. You can find me at uh, Fell4321 at gmail, um, or I'm sure you'll find me on Facebook if you find our Facebook page. Then, Autumn? Uh, I'm Autumn. I'm also on Twitter. I'm just at Autumn Wolf. And if you want to email us, have anything you want to say or ask, you can email way at innerwildpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yep. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on a lot of things, so we're going to do a podcast. Yeah, Twitter at inner underscore wild. <laughs> um, and that's, that's really one of the big ones. You can also check out our Patreon. Um, you'll find links for that around. I forget the link offhand. But, um, you know, thanks for listening, creatures. And you have a fantastic summer. Yay! Bye! That was fun. Bye, guys! Bye! <laughs>